All right, everyone, we're back once again, and this is another episode of our podcast, How to Pakistan. I have Musharraf Zaidi with me, and Musharraf, hope things are well. Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Uh, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I'm really excited because we promised uh, our sort of hardcore listeners... Uh, These long wars. And a number of others. Uh, Daniel, yes. uh, Salman. There, there's a lot of uh, sort of people that have really... It was... We didn't know whether we were going to keep doing this, right? Yeah. And we've been doing it. And alhamdulillah, the feedback's been great. iTunes, uh, the U.S. store, which is the big kahuna, put us on the new and noteworthy um, list. That's great. Uh, we're down there, but we're still on the list, which yeah. is uh, kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, there's been a bunch of reviews and everything. So... Uh, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but like it means a lot that, you know, when you try something new and it has this kind of feedback. So what we said was, I said on my Facebook, I said, a lot of people have shown the love and we're going to show the love back. And the way that we've shown the love, uh, which you won't get to hear today, unfortunately, is that we're very conscious that the, <laughs> yeah. or rather, I don't laugh like that, but when I really laugh or when Fussy laughs, that that is ear piercing, yeah. i.e. the quality of sound. Uh, isn't great on our podcasts. So we've invested in a in a pretty substantial rig. Uh, Behringer. Yeah, it's very cool. Behringer, sure, and all this technical but stuff that... We just don't know how to use it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's happened is... So what's happened is that our guest today has been waiting for the last 18 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and because this guest is, I believe, like one of the proper, genuine VIPs of this country... I'm absolutely ashamed, like really deeply ashamed that this person has been waiting for like 19 minutes now. I agree. How do you feel about yourself? Well, it's like taking somebody of that stature uh, and, you know, they come to your house and you give them chai. And we're giving her Skype, unfortunately, not Behringer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're going to figure out how to, how to use the new rig um, and the sound quality, inshallah, is going to improve. But in the meantime, there's a lot... A lot of stuff happening yeah. in the so, world of cricket. I agree. Just quickly, just to tell you, we'll also be discussing PSL today. Our guest today is the captain of the Pakistan... Uh, cricket team. Cricket team. The national... Okay, wait, women's now we sh- Oh, you, yeah. you gave it up. Yeah. I was going to start out with like, you know, can you guess who the ca- captain of the cricket team is? Yeah. And it is Sanamir. Sanamir is our guest today. Sanamir is like this... Sanamir is like this this massive champion. Yes. Like the actual skipper. Like when I think of skipper in Pakistani cricket the last yeah. five, six years, yeah. I don't know. I, I, for me, it's Sanamir. I, I love Misbah. Yeah. And I love all the other dudes in between. Like because they've been trying to, you know, yeah. it's like a, you know how they rotate some presidencies where everybody acts like a spoiled kid if they don't get a ride? Yeah. So the men's team, the you know, the, the main team, yeah. the men, the, the boys' team, yeah. you know, they, they have to share it, right? Like, I think there's a one captain for the T20, some, some new guy. Yeah. I don't even know who he is. Um, and then there's... Well, the, the gas <laughs> there's a lot of hot air. Yeah. Just like on this podcast. I agree. I agree. <laughs> We're now at 21 minutes. So, Sana, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much, and thank you for the wonderful introduction. But that's really kind of you. Well, the first thing is, like, you know, you're uh, sixth in the ODI bowlers in the world, which is, you know, pretty impressive. So 
I mean, how I, I know your story, how you got there as a child. You were really into cricket. You've had a supportive brother. Uh, you've had a supportive parents. And just thinking, like, you know, you've also taken, you know, you were going into engineering, but then you decided to dedicate yourself to cricket. So the first question is, has it been worth it? Uh, first of all, thank you so much. It's really nice to be on a show where uh, the host knows so much about me already. Otherwise, usually for women's cricket, the coverage has been less and we have to tell everything on every show repeatedly. So thank you. For, for that. And secondly, yes, it's, it's all been worth it. Um, I, it was, I think, 1st of April uh, when I decided that I'm not going to continue my uh, studies in engineering. And I, when I went up to college and told everyone that I'm going to give up and uh, continue and, and try to uh, try my luck in cricket. So everyone was Everyone thought that I, I was making them a fool, but it was not like that. I was very serious about it. I was not selected in the team at that point. I had to give it up, and every single second has been worth it. I'm very, very, very happy with my decision, and because it has given me an opportunity to represent my country on various levels, and I think uh, nothing beats that. So is there any country uh, outside of Pakistan, you say here, that, you know, women's cricket isn't seen that, um, you know, with the same importance or maybe lens? Is there any country outside of Pakistan that, you know, views it better or has a much bigger fan following? Actually, in Pakistan, the kind of importance we get is huge. We get a lot of importance. There, there's news about women cricketers, but the kind of homework, like everything you know about uh, my life, I think that's the kind of homework we need. They do discuss women cricket in Pakistan, but they only criticize uh, with the way or they appreciate only the superficial things. They don't do the homework. Uh, as far as the coverage is concerned, I'm pretty much happy with the coverage overall team gets. But yes, the individual players still are looking for recognition who, has, who have served so much uh, for their, uh, so much of their time for the country. But uh, yes, Australia, Eng England, and New Zealand. These are the three countries who, has, who have got a lot of uh, coverage for their women, women's team as well. And now India is catching up. So yes, uh, South Africa has also got really good coverage, like uh, the whole team, the captain, and everyone knows their captain, everyone knows their uh, team individual players. So yes, these are the four or five countries who are getting maximum coverage. I'm just going to ask one more question, if that's okay, Musharraf, before I... No, no, sir, but I, it's, you said to me earlier, we, so Sana, we were having this argument as to who's a bigger fan. And Fussy said, I'm actually the bigger fan. And I said, no, we're not talking about, we're not talking about size. We're talking about, we're talking about like, you know, who's, who's more passionate. And, yeah. and Fussy always, you know, Fussy's always putting me down. And he said, look, you're like the superficial guy. Of, of course, Fussy knows me really well. And so most of the time he's, he's right. So, so I'm a huge fan, but I'm probably in the camp where, you know, like I just see there's a women's cricket team and there's this captain who carries herself with such grace and dignity and just is such a stark like contrast to yeah. the men's team so you're like wow like that like Sanami she's awesome I mean that's kind of the entry point for for my sort of reason for for being a big fan but obviously Fussy like you said does his homework and 
has been following you and sort of knows about your life story uh, significantly. He knows more than more than I do, uh, clearly. Um, so yes, of course, you can have uh, your the next third, question. Th- th- your third consecutive question. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so you know, uh, Sana, I, I was just wondering in terms. Of, this always occurs to me, like in tennis, they have this debate that. You know, a male, um, let's say a 20th seed, might be able to beat the world's number one female seed, for example. And there used to be, in the past, they used to have this battle of the sexes where uh, there was a guy called Robbie Riggs, uh, Bobby Riggs who used to play against um, uh, Everett, I believe. And they became these huge spectacles. I've always wondered, just, you know, just to give importance to the game and make it a media interest piece, has it ever occurred that, you know, having the Pakistan men's team play against the women's team? Actually, like, uh, playing with the male side has not been in practice, but when we are in camps uh, and initially, like, uh, when we started off uh, as Pakistan team, there were not many girls we would be playing against because we could hardly find 30 girls who can play proper proper cricket and then select another 20 from them and take them to camp. So initially we used to play with only boys. And um, whenever we are going for World Cups and big events or playing teams like Australia and New Zealand, so we do practice with the under-16 Pakistan team. Uh, uh, Whenever they are are free, so uh, PCB makes sure that we can have... uh, a match with them. So we do practice against them, um, the under-16, a uh, couple of under-19 boys. But for the national side, I think it's it's not, uh, I, I won't say that it wouldn't, won't happen because uh, one of, one of uh, the England players, uh, Sarah Taylor, the wicketkeeper, she has just played first, uh, uh, first grade cricket in Australia. And uh, like couple of my player, my girls, we have also played with first-class cricketers in club game, in club tournament. We don't get the coverage. They, the, the England and Australians, they do get the coverage. But yes, we have played cricket with first-class boys team uh, through clubs because when I'm in Lahore and there's not much going on on in the Pakistan front, the Pakistan camp. So we go to different various clubs and go out and play with first-class cricketers. So I think that's not something that cannot be done or won't happen. I think that won't uh, that will happen very soon. But that's amazing. I'm actually quite pleased to hear that, if you think about that. Having mixed first-class games, uh, one wouldn't expect that, that, or at least I didn't know about it. But it's, uh, it's a great thing to, you know, have that possibility open. I think that's the entry point. It, it, it gives, yeah, it, sorry, uh, it gives a lot of um, uh, confidence. Like Sarah Taylor, the uh, England uh, wicketkeeper, uh, I was having a gym session one day and uh, uh, I just forgot the name, our fast bowler, uh, Chima. <laughs> I just forgot his name. Um, he, he told me that he used to bowl in uh, in the county to Sarah Taylor. So that's something that's the kind. I've always also played Anwar Ali in nets a uh, couple of times. So I think that's the kind of practice sometimes give you that extra confidence you need at international level. That's that's amazing. I mean, it is. I think you're right. It's a pleasant surprise that PCB is doing that. I think the the immediate question that comes to mind for me, frankly, uh, Sana, is. You know, there's obviously, we've had this long-standing discomfort socially with 
expressive females, period. For, forget about cricket. To bahut dur ki baat. Like cricket's like a cricket's a whole different ball game, right? You yeah. you really so in a society that really has not it's not done very well in terms of how it treats girls and it treats women. You know that's difficult for some people to hear because they feel like it's it's an attack on on our culture. It's not actually. It's it's actually an appeal for our culture to be what it should be and what it can be. And and so the question that comes up, you know, if you have mixed, I mean, so let me let me ask you the question this way because we don't want to have like a sociology sort of class right now, right? But I mean, do you foresee like mixed cricket, um, like with? with the stadium audiences in in Pakistan is that something do you foresee it and is is it something that's desirable would you want that to happen before sana answers this question wait just, wait wait so you yeah. got three questions in a row <laughs> plus <laughs> 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 but i the, uh, sana you probably heard of liana swan who is the swimmer from pakistan swimmer. yeah and yes. she's one of you uh, uh, you know meets recently And I remember when, you know, it's first started getting publicized. And this is a question, like, I, I feel that, you know, women get, is that instead of, like, in the threads, instead of people being kind of happy, they were like, yeah, Ben Musulman, because her name is Liana Swan, right? right. And, you know, it's just this very secondary thing. I think it, it's partly also a religious question on who is and who isn't Pakistani, but also here... Um, you know, the thing going towards, you know, women in sports. Do you find it, like you were asking, do you find that, you know, women in sports is easier? Thank you for yes. interpreting my, my question. question. <laughs> <laughs> so, Batai Sena, what, what, I mean, what's the deal? Oh, I think uh, uh, I've never uh, paid heed to a lot of things that come uh, in this uh, form to, to sports women. Uh, definitely, as Pakistanis, we had to face challenges a lot of such challenges uh, initially before the 2010 gold medal no one took us seriously that was a fact like people would say that why are you playing cricket what's in it for you and even if like they would come up to us and say what what do you do and we would tell them that we play for pakistan and then they would say okay what else do you do cricket to aap khelte hain So that was something um, disheartening at that point, and uh, we were discouraged at times the way people would treat it. But after 2010, when we won the first Asian gold after eight years for Pakistan, it was a huge thing. And at that point, the spot fixing, match fixing thing happened for three, four months back. So uh, it was really important for us that gold medal because wherever we go in the last five, six months. everyone would just ask us one question and that was about the spot fixing thing and that is the only thing people would converse to us about people would ask about and we would be telling that oh, pakistanis are not like this pakistanis are not like that so we wanted to have an impact Some, could i just interject here and ask a question yes please. do you think it's a sign of a sick society that you have never been offered spot fixing <laughs> 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 I mean why aap log kya is kabil nahi hai ki aapko bhi koi offer kare ke ek do equal pay for equal work mera khayal se abhi tak aisi himmat wala koi paida nahi hua jo hum log see so so here's that sanamir right there right in like one sentence right this like 
really dignified uh-huh. self-confidence uh-huh. like not not brash yeah not like overly aggressive but yeah. just basically huh like so chill do you think Sana how much of being a cricketer and having this persona that you have that's the thing I do know about you I mean I know I know some some of the cricket stuff I mean I know that you're an off spinner I don't know who your favorite off spinner is we'll get to that in a second but I want to ask about sort of how much it helps to be this kind of very chill uh human being who's got basically the word like in urdu like basically agar koi problem aati hai to sana my imagination is that sana mein us problem ko thand kara deti hai to wo problem bhi thodi si thandi ho jati hai is that is that an accurate summation of kind of how you deal with crisis and challenge and adversity Oh, I'm not sure I deal with different challenges differently at times I am I get too aggressive at times I am just uh, very um, I, I do control my temperament but like every other human being like uh, it's it, there comes a point that sometimes you don't do it the way it's intended like it, it should be done but yes overall this game this uh, this whole experience of being a female cricketer uh has definitely helped me become the person i am today because um, initially what uh, it's it's really funny but i'm i'm going to share it with you that initially i was extremely extremely overconfident a very overconfident person and um, and when i came to cricket i think there were a lot of things that made me humble when i started playing on the street with boys my my brother is 9 years older to me so i used to play with bigger boys all the time like boys 10 years older to me or 12 years older to me so mujhe ye to pata tha ki mujhe cricket khelni hai but the only thing that would worry me was that would there be a female wicketkeeper who can <laughs> keep while i'm bowling because i used to be a fast bowler so that my, was my only worry so that was the kind of overconfidence i had when i started <laughs> off yeah he attention thi ki koi keeper aisa hoga jo mera ball pakad sake but but i guess bowlers but the moment i met butul fatima uh, the wicketkeeper of the pakistan team she holds two world records the moment i, I met her I I knew where I was standing so it's the whole experience because I I, I was always pampered that I was a good cricketer and uh, everyone in my family encouraged me gave me a lot of confidence but through cricket through PCB under cricket coming under PCB and trying uh, when I met these girls they had this the similar story they were doing the same thing and at times with less support from the family So when I met them I think that's something that changed me. Who's Sana I mean that's an amazing way to turn the question around because my question was you know did the personality help you as a cricketer and what you've said it's such a it's such a beautiful way of putting it right is that the person that you are and the personality that you have has been shaped by the by the cricket. Basically I I have a question I also believe that you know other than our social restrictions on women playing sports or music but once they're in it other than these pressures like fundamentally the playing of the game for women's cricket is probably very similar and so my sort of question to you is and i believe this is probably true so i'll just get a confirmation from you is 
یہ جو جیسے وہاب نے ایم ایچ شہزاد کو گالیاں دی ڈو یو گائز آلسو ڈو دیٹ ان دا ویمنس کرکٹ ٹیم ایک دوسرے کو گالی گلوچ اور اینگر میں یہ سب کچھ سچ بتائیں ڈیفینیٹلی سلیجنگ از اے پارٹ Uh, I won't uh, deny it. It happens uh, in the heat of the moment. It happens and we are very lucky at the, uh, in that sense that the cameras are not so good women's cricket. So that's one of the plus points. <laughs> that's amazing. That's, okay, so, so but, but that also, you know, I hope that like Amin Hafiz or other friends in, in the media uh-huh. aren't listening to the podcast <laughs> because, <laughs> because, <laughs> because they're going to they're gonna be at the stadium <laughs> like the next day. They're going to be like, yeah, we're going to record Karangali Gulot. Actually, that would be really nice because our journalists comment on it. but actually they'll be seeing us play live so i think that would be really nice for us <laughs> that's, a good one. That's, fantastic. that's fantastic so you know while you were so you used to be a fast bowler but you're now sort of a traditional off spinner is that correct yes that's correct so, it's kind of the opposite of my personal journey <laughs> <laughs> so, so um Yeah, we'll do a show on your personal journey as From well. From off-spin to fast-spin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What made the tiger slow? I'm, I'm actually still a fast bowler by heart, but because of my back injury, I had to change my action. So uh, that was the reason I had to become a spinner. I had a stress fracture in 2006. So oh. that turned me into a spinner, but by, by, by heart, I'm still a fast bowler. Yes, yeah, we can't get it out of our hearts. <laughs> I think this is the, like the Pakistani thing. Yeah. Like even I, and I can barely walk, like, you know, but, but in my head, I feel like when I'm walking, I, I must look like Gertley Ambrose. <laughs> um, the, um, the, The question that I've had is kind of who you grew up admiring as, as, uh, as cricketers. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a very important question. It, it keeps on changing now uh, uh, because there's so many wonderful players. Uh, we are so lucky to be playing uh, in such a, uh, such a time. But yes, initially it was Imran Khan, uh, the 92 World Cup. Definitely I was young at that time. And that was my first memory of cricket and cricket bringing happiness to the people around me. So that was something that definitely inspired me a lot. So uh, it was Imran Khan, the first person, the first cricketer, I think. And then because I wanted to be a fast bowler, so I used to copy Vakar Yunus' uh, action all the time. Yeah. And um, he was an inspiration to me. John T. Rhodes was an inspiration. But, uh, but now uh, when I, uh, like, I've played cricket now, Sangha um, Kara uh, and MS Dhoni. They are both very important people that I look up to as captains as well and as um, individuals within their team. The kind of leadership they provide their team, they, they provide room for youngsters to grow, they give respect to the senior players, and they have developed their squads really well. So uh, these are the two people I definitely look up to. So obviously they must follow you very closely because here's the sort of, as soon as you said Sangakara and Dhoni, I was like, it had to be. Like it had to, it had to be the two smartest c- cricketers in recent years, right? Like they must have been following the Sanami sort of approach to sort of how you conduct yourself, how you speak to the press, how you speak to your teammates, how you lead people. Um, I'm, what, what, 
have you had a chance to ever sit down with them and have they ever had a chance to, to learn from you? <laughs> no, I've, I've met them both, but we never had a very long conversation. I've met them both uh, in World Cups, in T20 World Cups. But yes, definitely, it would be really nice uh, to have a conversation with them. But I do, I do for my own uh, improvement, I do uh, uh, listen to the interviews of all the cricketers that uh, that have led their countries well because I think that's the kind of education we need to give to our future cricketers as well that uh, if we want to represent our country, such a big population and people feel pride in their captains and their teams, so it's our responsibility to educate ourselves through whatever medium we can. So I do listen to them. Before I let you sort of get in, just along these lines, so, Sana, I, I, I grew up in Canada, and so I, I watched a lot of ice hockey. And He's always bringing his foreign return thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 there's a reason why I'm giving the, the reference. So, yeah. so, you know... Tornado, yeah. <laughs> Tornado. Fasi, mera har vak mazak uda rahe hote hain, as you can tell, Sana. Ik, uh, there's a there's a coach. He's um, he's the coach of the Canadian national team. He also coaches Toronto. And he said something really interesting this summer when he changed jobs. He used to be the coach for Detroit, and he's moved to Toronto. And he said that if you don't, the first thing you have to be to play on his team is you have to be a good person. Because if you're a good person, you have a chance to be the kind of good player that he wants on his team. You know, when I hear that, I I, I apply that to a lot of things. I apply it to sort of my own work space i apply it to all sports i look at football and i look at the quality of people maybe on barcelona uh versus you know the quality of people on some other clubs you know uh, it I, irritated me that you pronounced it correctly I, i'm sorry <laughs> we'll, we'll come to that as well yeah one of the challenges in our national cricket team our men's national cricket team has been i think the quantum of not such amazing people who have a lot of talent I don't know if you're comfortable talking about this at all, Sana. But I, I mean, what, what do you is? Do you subscribe to this theory of a good person being a being being uh, being good for the team and and good for the sport, whereas bad people not necessarily being needed, even if they have all the talent in the world? Yes, of course, I, of course, I I hundred percent agree with this because, firstly, it's a team sport. If you are not an individual that people can get along with you, you are going to be difficult for the team. We have seen a lot of examples in Australia and England. At the moment, Kevin Peterson is performing absolutely brilliantly. But England Cricket Board thinks that he's not good for the team. So they are not including him at all. So I think that's something we need to be looking at because... In a team sport, it's extremely important. You can turn an average player into a match-winning player if he's ready to like, give out his best for the team. And if a person who does not believe in uh, sacrificing for the team or, or his or her teammates, then even if it, he or she is outstanding, you cannot produce a match-winning performance from him. So I totally 100% agree with the fact that good human beings make better players. Fantastic. So anyhow, on, on this, I have a slightly different view. I agree that, you know, um, players who are dishonest fundamentally, they shouldn't be on any team. But some of my favorite players have also been these really wild people who were not necessarily... But wild people can be good. 
Yeah, yes. yeah, I agree. So yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Because, no, no, no. Is we're not saying wild. You need, you need couple, a at least a couple of wild people on the team. Exactly, I agree. <laughs> yes, because that's the kind of wildness is nothing to do with being uh, bad or like. Like I've always but, wanted Sarfraz Nawaz to be my personal friend. <laughs> I, seriously, I see him on TV and I say, like, why is he my friend? <laughs> Sarah, who's the Javed Miyadad and the Sarfraz Nawaz of the women's cricket team? Is it Batul or is it Nana or is it uh, Abidi or who? who is the... Who is the Sarfraz and the Javed? I'm, I'm happy Sarfraz. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Mia Dad, I would say, uh, would be Javeria. Jerry, we call her Jerry. Okay. She's got a brilliant cricketing mind. Um, she's one of the best batters on the team. She's from Karachi. She used to be an off spinner, but then her action got suspected and she turned herself into an opening batswoman. Bat so I think the kind of cricketing brain she has, uh, that that reminds me of Miyadad. And uh, for fast bowlers, Smavia Kaneta had served Pakistan really well. Nain has been outstanding for us um, as a leader within the team. She's the jaunty Rhodes of our team, one of the best fielders. Batul ha- has been one of the safe- safest cricket keeper Pakistan has seen. Uh, one of uh, the PCB officials once said that if she-, she would have been a boy, we would have her in the Pakistan team. She was so good. So yes, we uh, I've been blessed with really good players uh, on the team. Uh, just a quick question is like one thing that you're quite famous for is um, developing other players. So during your tenure as captain, about eight players have made it to the top 20 in the ICC rankings. And, uh, you know, I've seen you tweet and uh, speak about, you know, uh, what's the equivalent of, you know, your girls and how proud you are when they move forward. So... I mean, what approach do you take? Are you both carrot stick or very nurturing or uh, an absolute beast? <laughs> I'm a combination of all, all, all three of them. Okay. And it has changed over time. Initially, when I took captaincy, we were at the stage where we were totally a developing team. We, we needed someone like I, I. The only role I saw was giving confidence to players. That was the only role I did for the la, for the first three four years. That was the only thing I would do. Uh, make them realize how good they are and what ability they have, and. In the last two, three years, it has, I've changed it a bit. I, I've been a little more demanding, a uh, little more critical about uh, the mistakes we make because we have got that experience. We need to apply ourselves better. So with time, I, I see myself uh, as a captain evolving into different, uh, into a different captain because I cannot, I've been uh, blessed <laughs> to be captain for the last six, seven years. So I cannot do that with just one, uh, one captaincy style. I have to change it according to the need of the team. Now, uh, I thought we'd also just go into one thing we wanted to discuss and a lot of people that were also bringing it up, which is uh, the PSL. Yeah, and we have to talk about the we PSL. We have to talk about the PSL, and the truth is, both me and Musharraf are very ill-informed. So we're going to be very enthusiastic, but if there's, you know, <laughs> your expertise, we'd love to. So, best player of the tournament so far? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, best player of the tournament so far? Uh, the, I think... Uh, 
Nabi Muhammad Nabi had been very good for his team, the off spinner, because I'm I watch off spinners more than any other player, I think, I suppose. Um and in batting, I think uh, uh Bhopal has been pretty good for Karachi Kings. So tell me this, Sana, like you know, I'm not gonna embarrass you by talking about the Lahore Kalandars because you know. <laughs> Like, what's there to talk about? <laughs> but um, other than the Lahore... Why did they remember the cricket? It's a Kalandri, that's a different scene. But no, really, uh, I mean, beyond the hometown sort of uh, factor, is there a team that you really liked? Uh, a team whose play you really liked? I think it has to be uh, the Quetta Gladiators. And uh, one of the factors, the kind of mentor they have got, Sir Vivian Richards. I think the kind of um, cricket they have played throughout the tournament has been pretty special. But yes, uh, uh, the Zalmis, Peshawar Zalmis, they are doing very good and they have got a lot of depth both in their batting and bowling. So I think both these teams have outshined everyone else and um, today is going to be one of uh, the very tough games. So uh, let's see who's going to be at the top. Is, is, is the PSL good for cricket in general? I think it's fantastic. It is one of the best opportunities Pakistan domestic cricketers have got in the last 40 years because we don't have a lot of competitive cricket even in the men's team because in the men's circuit because uh, when we play departments and regions there are so many teams that we don't get this high quality cricket uh, uh, and this kind of cricket is going to produce players that's that's what i think because when there are a lot of teams and scoring runs is easy then you are not going to develop players so we are going to develop players from such contests if if we can prolong it we have if we can have more matches like this i think that would be great for cricket and especially players getting a chance to meet these legends like Sir Vivian Richards and uh, spending time with Vaseem Akram or other other cricketers who have who have done a lot uh, in their cricketing uh, journey. So I think that's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, obviously, as Fassi said, he's absolutely right. I don't know that much about cricket, but I look at PSL from a slightly different perspective. And, you know, for me, PSL... It feels like a proxy for something else that's happening to this country, which is kind of like that it's beginning to find its feet a little bit, that it's not going to let the excuse of terrorism or, or other things get in the way of going ahead and doing stuff and discovering along the way that actually uh, we can do it, you know, that it, it, we don't have to be the odd ones out who don't, who don't do this, that we have a big enough domestic market and that internationally, actually, uh, somebody was telling me the other day that of all the streaming uh, traffic for the PSL games, 34% of the streaming traffic is coming from India, which which is really interesting because otherwise, you know, the Indians, are, you know, the Indians are like, yeah, you know, Pakistan, Pakistan, whatever. But even they're watching it with interest. So I think, you know, I look at something like PSL and I think of Pakistani brands and then I start thinking of like these amazing brands like Kadi, just totally indigenous brand, Beria Town. You know, people have their own opinions about these things, but these are huge domestic things that don't need any foreign... You know, it's like... Yeah. And, and, and the PSL is this great thing that's, so, that's totally Pakistani, even though it's being played abroad, and it has foreign sort of players and managers and everything, but it's still like the names of the teams, everything, it's so Pakistani, it's great. 
Yes, and of course, it's, it's a huge confidence booster for all Pakistanis, I think, uh, because um, when I, uh, my practical experience uh, in Pakistan for the last nine, ten years in the field of cricket has, has taught me one thing that there are a lot of, yes, there are a lot of things that are not happening the right way. But there are a lot of things, a lot of people who really care about this country. There are a lot of people who want to make this country successful and they are not talked about. And that's where we are mistaken. And things like this give us hope, like uh, a product like PSL, having your own domestic teams, having your own structures. And see, and when uh, the moment PSL, uh, the idea of PSL was presented, so many Pakistanis came and owned it. So I think this is the Pakistan we need to show to the world. This is the Pakistan we need to show to each other because uh, this is the hope we need for the future, I think, for, of this country. You know, one of those people that, that we don't talk about enough and that we don't celebrate is the captain of the Pakistani women's team, Sanamir. <laughs> yeah, everything that I've heard about you has been sort of confirmed and like multiplied by 10 in this conversation. I agree. I'll just add a personal anecdote, which is, so I know Sana's brother and really good guy. So during the time of the Dharna, right, when everyone was laying into me, he was the only supporter of the pizza. He would write me like these polite missives that maybe, you know, <laughs> this is your view. And this is like, and I told him, I said, like, I wish everyone was like you. This is before I knew that Sana was, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, his sister. So, um, as usual, I, I mean, even I'm blown away by your humility and I know the degree to, of your achievement. I, I'm also just wondering, you know, about the PSL. The thing that gets to me is that, you know, before when they were thinking about the PSL, it sounded as if we were going to have like this really diet uh, version of cricket that was doomed to fail. And one of the things that I found also interesting is that, you know, we sometimes look at ourselves as a poor country, but we forget just how rich the people are. And in some ways, you know, tapping into that, seeing how people have gone behind the teams and, you know, the same sort of bravado around owners at matches and, you know, their supporters. And I think I agree with you. Like for a lot of the naysayers, PSL has suddenly become this big thing because it's also been incredibly exciting. It's a cricket. tight slap. It's a tight slap. Or in cricketing terms, what would the cricketing term be for tight slap? Slap, pull shot, something like that. Yeah, like a hook shot or, or hook yeah, shot pull, pull shot. shot. Yeah, yeah. Uske hook mara. So, Sana, so something a bit lighter, because we talked about cricket and, you know, and being, being a female cricketer and everything. Um, favorite lawn brand? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I think it has to be Sapphire at the moment. Okay. I see I've I know I've heard that name somewhere but just because every year the Sana and Safina's sort of launches are so happening that's and and the Asim no, no, Jofa I, I, and the Asim Jofa ads are so happening. So those are the two lawn brands that oh, I oh, that okay. I always remember. You, I I like I this brand you because in a simpler way. Uh, because they've got Safinas stitched kurtas there, so I can just grab a kurta and wear it. I don't have to go out and ask the darzi to <laughs> make me a shalwar kameez. So that's why I, I think I like these brands, Khadis and Sapphires. Okay. Awesome. So, so um, Sana Safinas is actually WWE, <laughs> whereas 
Sapphire is MMA style stuff, right? So the, it's hardcore. The, the fight is like way up there. But but it's interesting what Sena just said about sort of the utility of Cardi and Sapphire as opposed to sort of buying like a ton of kapra and then going to the tailor and then do you, are you a, are you a patient person with tailors cuz i have no patience for them i leave my mom i, I don't go to tailors at all well i done. just grab i just grab a kurta or a shirt and wear it on top of a jean and that's well it. done because i you know growing up i had to go with my mom and i used to be like just i used to be pulling my hair out can can we please go and then of course i got married and then i used to have to go with my wife although If my it wife, multiplied. <laughs> no, no, but it's funny because if my wife hears this, she'll say, "Musharraf's never been to the tailor." But one of the reasons is that I was traumatized by going to the tailor with my mom. It's the most inane. I, I just can't understand people going to the tailor and dealing with these people. So, like, I can't relate to any of your problems because I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the tailor, and I have to say, I have a great tailor. He is the funniest guy I know. and you know he's so insightful he'll come in i go to his store and one day you know tv was on and this is like 2 3 years ago and he says to me you know why india se aage hai maine kaha ji batai manan bhai kyun because wahan ke bachche bachche ko cos ka naam nahi pata and this is like during the kayani times and it was i thought it was a great insight actually in terms of you know like how the society state runs and a lot of his work is primarily military like he makes all these things but this is one of his things and then in terms of uh, when he you've made something and you know he's done it wrong his sales pitch is the world's best you'll be laughing throughout you know he's trying to throw one over you but he will not stop right if it's butter he'll go to crude oil he'll go to any extent but he's going to smear you up and you're just going to say yeah it's fine who cares so he's got high emotional intelligence <laughs> so now no shame <laughs> yeah well yeah. that's that's usually helpful so now uh, among sort of and this i hate doing this but i think it's important we've asked about law and we should ask about politics as well so khansab obviously favorite cricketer and as i've gathered from fussy you have family members that are sort of pro pti uh, are you a big fan of the of the prime minister <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you know that PCB is governed by the president? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, of course. Right. Okay, so let's put that on the record. Sanami is really really a big fan of the prime minister. Fantastic. Actually as a contracted player from PCB I I am not allowed to give public um, opinion about any political party because Yeah, I know. we already knew that. We were just yeah. trying to we were just trying to trap you. So I mean, well done. <laughs> you, you you figured us out and you, and you, and you didn't go there but but we've got a prime minister who's in wisdom or is it cricket for or whatever he's uh you know his first class game where he got a duck is actually registered online so this is one of those this is one of those this is one of those tidbits that only pti fans know yeah. because they can just So yeah every, every when will it be forgotten that I voted for them never <laughs> So so now I have a I have a daughter she's 6 years old and you know uh I mean I wonder if there was advice you were giving to dads about raising daughters that have the humility and the dignity and the grace and the confidence and the talent that you have how can how can i how can i try to do the kind of job that clearly mashallah your dad did with you 
Uh, I think uh, uh, definitely uh, wherever I am today or whoever I am today uh, is definitely to these two wonderful people, the most important people in my life, my father and my mother. So they are both in Lahore. <laughs> whoever wants to come, they can always come and take their advice because uh, I think um, I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm very lucky to have them and uh, the kind of care and uh, the kind of balance they uh, have uh, shown us throughout our lives, I think, um, is something we I cannot even explain it in words uh, because um, they have been wonderful parents. They have trusted us, but at, at the same time, they had they were informed about all the activities we were doing. They were involved. And um, they have been fantastic. And um, uh, whoever wants to come, I can, I can just say that you can come and meet my dad because I'm not going to do a good job describing how a father can do that. I think that's that's his department. Okay, so you've offered it. I'm, I'm definitely taking you up on that. Um, just an absolute joy uh, talking to you, Sana. I know that Fussy is about to cut me off because he has, of course, another question. But uh, from, from my part, I wanted to say how grateful we are to have you as our captain uh, for the women's cricket team and how grateful we are to have had you on the How to Pakistan podcast. You're an absolute star. May Allah bless you and, and make every path that you take uh, filled with the barakah that it has been thus far in, in cricket. Thanks. So just last question. PSL winner prediction. Oh, uh, it has to. I think it m might be uh, between the gladiators as well. Me, I. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> okay, then uh, if, I, if I have to choose one, it has to be gladiators. All right. All right. Quetta. Okay. This is uh, go team Quetta. Go team Quetta. <laughs> I'm with Quetta as well. Yeah, so am I. I'm actually always with the underdog. These days, I'm a Kalandar supporter. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's because of Sir Vivian Richards that my vote has gone to the Quetta team because the kind of impact he has got on the team, it's, it's amazing. I agree. Anyhow, so we're going to come to the end of our program. It was great speaking to you. Um, you've been uh, absolutely uh, wonderful, and it was great actually understanding women's cricket. You have a T20 World Championship coming up this year, right? Yes. And you're the captain of that team? Yes, I am. So best of luck for that because I look forward to watching all the matches. I'll put some money on us and so no pressure. <laughs> okay, thank <laughs> okay, you so much. It was lovely to be on the show and thank you for all the kind words you've said. Thank you no, so much. No, no, we hope that this is just the beginning and we're going to do another podcast during the World Cup T20. Inshallah. I agree. Sure, sure. Fantastic. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you. Khudafiz. Khudafiz. Khudafiz.